Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solar line business, then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. to the Art of Slowing Down podcast. It's Annalena here. Welcome back to another episode. And today I have a beautiful guest with me. Her name is Michelle Lee. And Michelle has been a woman's empowerment coach for over 20 years. She started as a hypnobirthing teacher over 27 years ago, and she utilizes intuition, EFT, hypnosis, inner child healing, shadow integration, and plant medicines to support her clients in healing and expanding more into the higher self. And along with her daughter, she has co-founded the Sophia Mystery School, in which they together teach spiritual practices and hold retreats. This all sounds really wonderful. I'm super excited to have you, Michelle. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah. And also what I just want to mention to the listeners, Michelle is also a manifesting generator. So we're going to do this episode manager and style, right? We're going to jump from one thing to the next. <laughs> we're going to skip step steps. We're going to bend time and we're going to respond to each other. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> so, yeah. And we're just going to talk a little bit about that as well. What it has meant for you to find out that you're a manifesting generator. Um, but yeah, first of all, I would love to hear. I mean, I shared your bio, but I would love to hear from you a little bit more. How did you even get into this work, right? The inner healing work we I mean, I, I know you and I, we probably talk about it all the time, but for many people, it's still kind of like, what is this really? Yeah, there's. I was just thinking before we got on here, I was like, man, spiritual conversations are one of my favorite things, Yeah. right? In, in my top three or four things to, to have and to do are spiritual conversations. So when getting on my path, like, um, like I said in my bio, 27 years ago, I had my third child, I experienced um, postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety. And intuitively, it dropped in like, this is not how um, birth should be. It's not how postpartum should be. I should really be in this, I thought, felt and believe still to this day that bringing home a new baby should be a peaceful, calm, loving, joyous experience. And I, that was not the experience I was having. So 27 years ago, I went looking for a way to support women to have a better experience, to have a more aligned experience. And that's when I found hypnobirthing. And I just knew, and that's how my intuition works. Like I'm compelled. Like I can't not do something that my intuition aligns yeah. me with. Like I must learn this process and teach it. 
And so in doing so, um, you know, I learned about, I learned that women around the world in less affluent countries were having, giving birth painlessly. Mm. And, um, and so that's what hypnobirthing taught was to like, trust our bodies, go into a nice self-hypnotic state, trusting our body, working with our body instead of being fearful. And in learning that, I thought, hmm, what else as women have we been lied to about? Mm. Right. It's like, if we've been lied to about childbirth and we fear it and we, by fearing it, we essentially cause our own suffering in yeah. it. Mm. And then that leads to the anxiety and the depression. What else have we been lied to about? And so that was like the beginning of my spiritual journey of like really feeling my intuition come through and being compelled to take action that way and teach that way. And so my my sole purpose just kind of so, snowballed from there because I saw so many women have peaceful, painless childbirth in the hospital and doctors and nurses were like, what is going on here, right? Like they were just mind blown. I thought, what else can hypnosis do? And so I became a certified hypnotherapist. And then even though hypnotherapy is so fast, I like speed. I'm like, accelerate this. So I looked for what else is there to accelerate the healing and the personal development of the women I work with. And so then I started applying emotional freedom technique. And in doing this work, I just, I was downloaded with each client, right? I knew the right words to say. I knew the angle to take to release the core issue. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, kind of in a nutshell, that's, that's how I got to yeah. do what I've been doing. And it's just evolved to now um, we do retreats. We teach people how to really connect with their sixth sense, their, their Claire's, Claire audience, Claire cognizance, clairvoyance, um, and also to access plant medicine and, and really accelerate our growth and awakening as spiritual beings through the divine, through the divine consciousness of the many plants that mother Gaia provides for us. Mm, wow. There are so many nuggets of wisdom. So when I just, um, focus on a couple of things that we are just saying, yeah. because they really stood out. So. The, of course, the first thing, because you're manifesting generator, you were talking about accelerating because we're here to bend time, even in, in quantum human design. I don't know if you it's um, it's a, it's also human design, but a more positive language, because sometimes the words in human design, like a generator, right, doesn't sound so sexy. Um, <laughs> so the, the manifesting generator is called time bender, right? We're actually here to find shortcuts and bend time and also i mean with my podcast right i'm all about slowing down which is the foundation to quantum leap right because yeah, yeah we want to make things fast but there's still like we can't rush certain things right that are not meant to be rushed but there are still certain techniques and things we have access to in this day and age that can actually quantum leap certain things and even the, the inner healing journey right so i love that and then the other thing that also um, really stood out is that, um, and now I, I honestly don't really know what, what I was going to say. So, yeah, so that you actually were the birthing, right? That 
you were talking about the lies. So what what else have we been lied to that that was the thing? You know, many gents. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, what? I was so clear what I was going to say. But anyways, the, the thing that we have these beliefs, right? And we have this belief that birth is supposed to be painful and it's it's this horrifying experience and you have to get certain medications and stuff. And of course, sometimes they're necessary, right? There's always sure. a difference with that. Mm -hmm. But I just love that you started to see the truth behind, right? And then you started to be curious, okay, what else is possible? So yes, yeah. And Annalena, I would love to riff off the the Manny Jens, you know, yeah. the, the purpose of your podcast is slowing down to quantum leap. Mm -hmm. And that's the truth, right? So slowing down, we're so trained that you must take action and you do it this way and this way and this way and this way. And we habit stack and we, we create the structure that we have to do every day to get the results results that the matrix tells us you know that outer world tells us yeah. this is what we have to do and the the slowing down you know i love this because we actually receive divine guidance when we slow down and we be in our feminine our receptive space that that is what allows us to quantum leap. It's like, oh, you don't have to go A, B, C, D, E, F. You can go A, F if you slow down for a moment and and receive the quantum leap information. Mm -hmm. And that's that's so important. And it takes slowing down to feel into the body. It yeah. takes slowing down to go, okay, how do I really feel about this? I know I should do this, right? We get the shoulds and I, but how I'm really feeling about that is it doesn't feel right for me in this moment. What does feel right for me in this moment? Because being an entrepreneur, which I've done for almost 30 years, as you know, is it's like, okay, I've got to grind, grind, grind. And I was bringing the nine to five the nine to five program into my entrepreneurial business. Here I am working nine to five, just like it was a job. And what really catapulted me in my income and my reach and my impact was going, oh, you know what? I want to get a massage at <laughs> one o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon, even though I should be working. And taking that time, really shifting my thinking around that my self-care, um, radical self-care was as important as the action um, mm. to, to take, like it is what catapulted me. Mm. And so I wanted to bring that too, yeah. um, bring that forward too, because if it, it isn't some, it isn't some theory. Yeah, right? I, I love that. I love that. Yeah. And and yeah, I mean the the, the reason that podcast came about is because I wasn't the exact same, right? I was too much in the masculine because we have been told the lie. That's we can say yeah. that. Yeah. We have to work hard, we have to hustle, we have to do all the things. And for me, it was with human design, with those energies we learned there. There are two gates in human design. I don't know if you know them, but there's gate one and gate two. Gate one is the most masculine energy in the chart or in the energy like for humanity. And gate two is the most feminine receptive energy. And the biggest mistake of all is that it's one and two. It's the other way around, actually. Yeah. So 
it was just what you were saying as like when we slow down when we re- especially when we relax right if i cannot relax my body i cannot receive the intuition anyways mm-hmm. and the more we relax the more we take care of ourselves like you say getting a massage and taking a day off just because we feel like it right and from that place of hyper presence right of being aware being in the body then we get those things to respond to those intuitive insights and then the action actually feels effortless right as you know and we create so much more impact and it's like well it can be easy right it doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be like we we can try to keep pushing and being in the masculine too much but when you do it from a grounded open receiving place it's so much more yeah powerful and then that's when we can create those quantum leaps and uh, accelerations and shifts Exactly. And how I say as an entrepreneur, I write a lot of emails, I create a lot of videos, I'm creating a lot of content. Mm -hmm. And how I the energy in which I am creating that content, if I'm coming from my masculine, like, I've got to get this done, it's got to go out, I need to check this off the list. That's how it's received, right? Like, oh, I don't have time to read this email. I don't have time for this video. But if I center and I get into, and you're taking a deep breath, as I say, center, right? Is that we can see how we affect one another just by setting the intention. If I slow down and I'm receiving and I'm encoding all of my communications with with expansion with love with you know with wisdom divine wisdom divine harmony and i am writing from that space or i'm speaking from that space on on a live video or whatever it is people feel that just as you felt it when i said it it's like oh i can feel this energy and so that's why being in that feminine space, being in the feminine space is receiving, right? Like I'm welcoming as I write that email, I am welcoming into me, into my sphere, my audience and what they're feeling and thinking. And it even encodes in everything we write, every conversation we have, when we bring that kind of intentionality and declaration into our um, into every conversation whether it's live or written or or whatever yeah no it's so true and I have even come to a point now my body doesn't let me do it anymore which I have to be honest sometimes it's like ah really but recording a program for example when it's not aligned when it's not from really responding yeah I have to push it I have to force it it feels off it's probably not going to sell anyways right Um, but when I wait even though my mind is like but I have to get it out I have to make money right like Mm -hmm. sometimes but when I trust that and and then I create it out of flow if it's easy it's it's this like yeah I guess this aligned energy it's it's pretty much yeah and I think it's really good um to note that we can align to the energies as well, right? So if I'm feeling tense in my body, I'm not feeling moved by it, I can dive deep into that. 
and, and discover what my body, what my emotions are trying to reveal to me. And then I can also shift it too, right? I do lots of different things like breath work, dancing, cold plunge, right? I do all the things that different things. I don't have to do all of them. It's like, what am I being called to? And sometimes in that energy, I don't feel called to anything. Right. So it's like, which one am I resisting the most? Do I need to hop in a cold shower for five minutes and really shift this energy? And so we can shift the energy too to get us into a flow state, because sometimes it's just picking up other people's energies and that kind of thing. And it feels like our own. And um, I also do the plant medicine hoppe as well. And that will clear things rapidly. Mm-hmm. So it's good to know that we, we're not victim either. So it's a matter of awareness and going, okay, is this really mine? And can I shift it? How can I get into that flow of creativity and when it doesn't work then it's like okay I will sit down and read a novel I will give myself space to just relax because ultimately we're taken care of right we are so taken care of and our bodies and our higher selves are guiding us to the divine right action Oh, I love that. I have a couple of questions now. So awesome. uh, so cold hopping, is that taking a shower or jumping into cold water? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Because I, mm-hmm. I love that because I, what I, there's one thing that, you know, a habit that I have been really doing consistently is like taking a hot, cold shower. And I was just in Germany to visit and we have much colder water than in Florida. So it was so much more fun there. And I even went with my sisters to like a, a thermal um, swimming kind of um facility and they had sauna and the really cold water and it just made me feel alive it was so awesome I love it and I I know they have these hot and cold things too um now for for healing and stuff so um that was just my my first question so like when you feel off you basically take a cold shower or yeah yeah I start um most mornings almost every morning I I, my goal is to get 12 to 16 minutes a week in the cold shower. Mm-hmm. And um, I can relate to you because when I lived in the valley, you know, near Phoenix, it's hot. You don't get cold showers yeah, it's, up it's, here, up here in the um, mountains, uh, the water gets to 45 degrees. Mm-hmm. And so I will end my shower just about every morning with four minutes of ice cold. And I always think about the movie. I don't know if you ever saw the movie Thelma and Louise. And I remember Thelma saying, you know, they were on the run from law enforcement. And Thelma goes, I feel awake. I've never felt, I, I haven't felt this awake in, in years. Mm-hmm. And after taking that cold shower, right? It's like, oh, I am awake. I am aware. I'm alive. And my first time doing a cold plunge was several years ago, taking a training by um, those that had been trained by Wim Hof. I was, He's, that's funny. I was yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. And we did the ice cold plunge at the end of it. And uh, it was phenomenal. I was like, oh my gosh, this, I have never had such a change of state 
that quickly. And it does, it changes your emotional state. So if you're feeling down, if you're feeling uh, tired, you can shift that emotional state with a cold plunge. Mm -hmm. No, I love it. Um, it's so fun. We have the same habits. I just need a little colder water here. And I'm, I'm now I need it. In the beginning, it was challenging, I have to be honest, but I think I'm almost five years in or something like that. Yeah. Like I, and now, especially because in Germany, the water was so cold, right? When I made it cold, it's just, oh, it, it felt yummy to me. <laughs> it does. It is yummy. It's like mm -hmm. we had a retreat a couple of weeks ago and um, they had a pool that was unheated and it was like it's winter, winter time mm -hmm. and it's 30 degrees outside and we're going out and getting in that ice cold pool and staying in it for four minutes. And it takes a little while for your body to warm up again, but energized, just so energized. It's so good physically for health yeah, yeah. and it's so good for mental health as well. Yeah, yeah. No, that really inspires me to kind of take it to the next level. I do some of these Wim Hof things because yeah. yeah. And then the other thing you were mentioning, because that's one area for me, like I've done EFT, I've done the emotional healing work. Like I, I do that a lot myself, right? Mm -hmm. That's so good. Also with my clients. And the one thing that I have not, and also intuitively has nothing has felt right so far is plant medicine. I have not. They, there's just like mm -hmm. uh, doing mushrooms, but I, I, I know a person that's very close to me actually she has mentioned what you say hafe that's exactly the one ha so, hafe yeah yeah so i would love for you because i'm a highly sensitive person i can get i used to as as used to be a very anxious kid much better now but like when i get to like i don't know like in a different kind of space i think i i could maybe yeah, there's a few of anxiety that's coming up or something like that mm -hmm. so i would just love to hear your experience especially for highly sensitive people with that um, well, hape is a heart opener and it's a third eye opener. Hape is um, tobacco. So grandfather tobacco, it's the tribes, the, the native tribes in the Amazon have used hape as a ceremony for thousands of years. And like I did a hape ceremony just this morning mm -hmm. and um, it's a great clearer. It's like, okay, I wanna reach this next level uh, and so I sent my intentions and uh, uh, do the hape, you, you blow the, it's tobacco, it's medicinal plants, every, there's a, there's a hape for every physical ailment, they use it as medicine, but it's also, um, it's also energetic medicine, so emotional, so releasing these stories. Um, as a sensitive person, I think it would be very powerful powerful for you. Um, my daughter, Megan, we do the Sophia Mystery School together. I would consider her and she considers herself highly sensitive and it can be prone to anxiety. And um, the medicine has really supported her in healing her, her um, nervous system. Hmm and releasing the anxiety, being able to navigate the anxiety and discover what's underneath it and what wants to be healed. So it's no longer a part of her life. So Hape supports that. And we've also done many ayahuasca journeys. 
And uh, psilocybin has is also supportive of that as well. These plant medicines, you know, I see them as Mother Gaia's gift to us. Like we have growing naturally on the planet the key ways to remind us of our divinity and our power. Yeah, no, I love that because, I mean, you, you have a point, right? It's something from Mother Nature and we have access, so we just need to learn how to use it properly, right? Because I think with anything, we can overdo it or underdo it. And yeah, so that's, no, thank you for sharing that. I love that. And so now you have the Sophia Mystery, Mystery School, right? With your daughter together. Mm -hmm. like. When did that come about? So I guess your daughter started to grow up with this, right? She did. And she's always been psychic. She was always very tuned in from a very young age. And um, she's she's just so aligned with it. And so in 2021, we actually opened the Sophia Mystery School. Mm -hmm. And just uh, and she's also a, a coach. She's a intuitive business consultant coach. So she helps um, she helps entrepreneurs take their businesses to six and seven figures, just as she has through working fewer hours, aligning with your own, your own rhythm. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's very powerful. We started the Sophia Mystery School. It broke six figures the first year. And we started by teaching the um, teaching, you know, psychic abilities, how to use the different tools, Akashic record reading even. And now we've evolved to uh, retreats and plant medicine because I, I, I didn't realize that many uh, manifesting generators or generating manifest. What am I? Yeah, uh, manifesting generators. <laughs> <laughs> that we're that we're time benders right mm -hmm. and um so when we had our medicine experiences it just was so mind-blowing so healing so accelerated we're like okay we can't continue to do this work without including these powerful powerful tools no, I love that. And I mean, again, like like I, I told you, right, for me, I have heard about this stuff for a long time. And it was just never the right time for me. Now I'm curious, like, well, maybe, maybe in the future, in the near future, it's something for me, but it always has to be the right time, the right people. Uh, and sometimes something is never for us, right? There, there's so many different, different things. But I agree with you that, you know, when we discovered that it was for me, like human design, when I discovered, like, I cannot not share them with people because <laughs> I mean I would commit a crime to myself, right? If if I'm if I'm just like holding this knowledge to myself and and then the people that resonate with that, right? Um when we help them trust the intuition, they will know if that's the right thing for them. So that's awesome. I love that. So exactly. Much. Exactly. And the medicine calls to us when it's time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. Yeah, I, I I love it because that's how I even describe human design. It's like I cannot like push it onto anybody, right? Because yeah, I'm so excited about it. But if it's not for you, if you're not ready for it, like let's leave it, right? You will know. And that's why I let people come to me, you know, when they're interested. And I, because in the beginning, of course, I wanted to tell my whole family and everybody and all that stuff. But it's like, you know what? If they know it's for them, the universe will show them. So exactly, exactly. 
So how do you, in the retreats you are talking about, how, what does it look like? What's the format? How many days? What does mm. it look like? It depends on, it depends on the medicine, mm -hmm. but our, our retreats, our medicine journeys start a month before mm -hmm. um, we actually go on retreat. So we take everyone through a, a medicine expansion journey, which is, which was created by our mentor, Marcy Locke. She's been doing plant medicine for I'm, 14 I'm years. I'm aware of her. I know her. I mean, I know yes. them personally, but I'm very aware. Yes. Yes. I worked with her privately for a year and a half. And now we continue our work together through getting plant medicine to as many people as possible. So she's created this medicine expansion formula that we provide for all of our clients to prepare your body, mind, and spirit to work with the medicine because the medicines are their own consciousness, whether you're working with psilocybin or 5-MeO or ayahuasca or hape, they're all their own intelligences mm -hmm. and so having the support to prepare your body through nutrition and your mind and your spirit through um, many different tools and releasing emotional blocks and those kinds of things um, totally prepare you for the medicine and then after the retreats we also continue live coaching calls to to integrate into your world with your new wisdom, your new expanded heart, your new expanded mind. So whatever, whatever uh, medicine you choose to do with us, it's a three month process mm -hmm. because we're preparing you before and we're supporting you afterwards for integration. Now, um, ayahuasca, we're taking a group to Colombia to um, for ayahuasca awakening in July. Mm -hmm. And so that tends to be that's almost a two week journey with six days in the jungle with our shamans that Marcy has been working with for uh, a decade and a half. And Megan and I have been to a couple of times now and that it's a mother and daughter shaman team, a mother and two of her daughters, in fact, and they are deep in the jungle. Um, Mama has been working with ayahuasca all of her life. So 70 years wow. and you get four journeys with ayahuasca plus the integration time in the jungle. And so that's how it looks. It's almost a two week journey and you get four ayahuasca journeys in there and, um, and then support before and after when we do psilocybin retreats, those are a five day, uh, retreat and, and they, they change a little bit because when we have other medicines that we can offer, we extend that time because we want everyone to, if you, if you choose into it that you get more than one journey. It's just more profound mm -hmm. to have more than one journey, I feel. That's all I've ever done is multiple journeys on retreats. And so we do that. We'll do a medicine day and then an integration day and a medicine day and an integration day. And with all of our journeys, we include hape as well. We see it's very important to have a nice clearing with the hape before working with other medicines. It just prepares the mind, body, and spirit and makes the journeys um, 
more, more powerful. Mm -hmm. And, um, but yeah, in either way, you get lots of support before and lots of support after we keep our, um, retreats intimate. So, uh, Columbia will be, um, 10 people at the most. We're almost full. We have a few slots open to go in July. We like to keep them intimate. So you get plenty of one-on-one support or there for you. You're not just among 50 people taking the tincture, taking the medicine, and then you're off on your own to process and, and deal with whatever's coming up for you. I also host, um, private retreats as well. So if you want a one-on-one experience, that's possible as well. Wow. No, thank you for sharing that. I love that you have a preparation phase and integration phase because not everything else you're sharing, it sounds very profound because like with anything, right? I think there's oftentimes people out there that have no experience with that. And I have also, because I had have heard some scary stories with plant medicine as well, when people don't do it right or overdo it, or they don't have the after support, especially, right? Because anytime we do, even with, with the healing modalities, when you do have an intensive feeling, it's like a part of you died. And you may be like, what is this now? Like, I feel really off, right? And that's why I feel like the after support is just, um, it's a responsibility we have as spiritual yes. and guides, right? I agree, Annalena. And um, that's why, you know, years ago, before I worked with Marcy, she, I was listening to her podcast and she was talking about plant medicines and, you know, is like just in my brain a little bit. And I thought if I ever do plant medicine, it will have to be with Marcy. Mm-hmm. And um, because she's so integrous, she understands the power of plant medicine. Um, I've heard lots of people having nightmarish experiences, being yeah. afraid of the medicines when actually, when you learn how to work with the medicine, um, and you have someone to process with you and integrate with, it is the greatest gift. Mm-hmm. And that's so important to Megan and I, and Megan's husband, Scott also supports with us. And um, we're, we've all been trained by Marcy to support at this level mm-hmm. is because this it's, it's just terrible that people have these horrible experiences when really it was probably a deeply profound experience, but they just didn't know how to process it. Yeah, yeah to totally miss the gift that way is just, um, it's just terrible. I I just hate for people to have that experience. Yeah, no, it's it's like how we use it, right? It's like with money, we can use it in good and bad ways, right? Or yeah, like many, many things we have in life, we can use it in a bad way and a good way. So it just gave me also some clarity about why it hasn't resonated with me so far so much but somehow when when uh, I was approached by you I was like oh it sounds interesting there was good energy behind right that's all I can say and now having the conversation I really like I like what I'm hearing so good I love it yeah no and I find it also important to talk about because I think there's lots of people out there that may be skeptical about it or they have had those hear those stories about it and um yeah what you say it it sounds holistic. It sounds like, um, yeah, very profound with the support with that. And and also like, it's not just, oh, you have one ceremony once and that's it, right? No, you've got to learn it, probably start really slow. 
adjusted to your being, your body, I don't know, the body weight, if that's in the equation and stuff like that. And then also after to support as well. So I love that. Yes, yes. The shaman that um, we go to in Colombia and her family, um, they're so loving, but she's also trained as a nurse. Oh, and that's so, yeah, well, combination, right? And she's so intuitive too, and it's so beautiful to watch because doing something like this is out of our comfort zone, and it can be really scary, yeah. especially as Americans, as we've been trained, and it may be true in Germany, I don't know, but we've been trained to only trust pharmaceutical and that everything else is scary and dangerous and it's a drug. Mm-hmm. Um, so it can be scary to go into this place and know you're, you're taking this medicine. It's plant medicine, right? But to see their family and to see, see mama and her daughters, how much they trust the medicine they just trust the medicine and there it's such a reassurance that when you're in the experience they're like oh yes you're good you're safe this is a normal experience to have and you know it's just really beautiful and that's what supports too and in having so many journeys now and working with the different plant medicines that we can trust the psilocybin we can trust the intelligence of the mushroom we can trust the intelligence of the plant that it's going to bring you um exactly face to face with that which needs to be healed or released and you know the expansion yeah a part of you does die you do go through an ego death right that's not necessarily comfortable but coming through it it's profound it's kind of like getting in that cold water it's like oh do I want to get in that cold water and then you're in it it's like chalking but then you're like oh this is good I like it Mm -hmm. and then the end result is I'm alive right I have so much energy I feel so great it's similar with the plant medicine Mm -hmm. except it's long it's longer right? It changes your perception, your perspective from there on out. No, I love that. And like for you, from your own experience, when you first did a plant medicine um, experience or um, retreat, right? Mm -hmm. Like what was your, like a journey, I think that's what it's called, right? Yes. Um, What was the biggest shift that you experienced like before and after? The biggest shift, well, I've had lots of big shifts, but my first experience was definitely coming face to face with my shadow and healing unconscious trauma. It was just releasing that unconscious trauma. And then I was guided by um, Mother Mary, uh, Mother of Jesus, to heal my inner child, doing lots of inner child work. And so that was the guidance for me. Mm-hmm. And then the that was like the first retreat. So that was five journeys where I processed through a lot of shadow, um, unconscious shadow, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, the next retreat I went on was more downloading my power, connecting with my higher self and getting messages in that way. Yeah. 
yeah, we need to clean up first, right? To to then to then receive. And one thing I also want to say, because you mentioned unconscious shadows, right? So when we do the inner healing work, and you know, especially like these positive affirmations are like, okay, what is the block? Like that comes all from the conscious mind. We we don't even know what our, what's holding us back or what may be sabotaging us, right? And that's um, true. Yeah, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, yeah, it's it just, it helps us to release what we're not even aware, right? And and our unconscious is what, 95 to 99%? Yes. So it, that's where the shortcut is also, the, the manager and kind of like we're tapping into what really moves the needle. You can spend a lot of time and effort to focus on the, you know, your, with your mind, what you know, what you're really aware of. That's just a consciousness. That's one to 5%. You know, and most people, I think, spend 80% on that and see little results. But then those that focus more on the unconscious stuff, they have bigger releases. And I I know you do EFT tapping as well. I use that myself. And I have noticed even with that, when I just go into these random triggers that come my way and I use the tapping with that, like it releases things that I wasn't even aware of. Because when I start to tap, um, I start to talk whatever's coming up for me and then well, it's connected to something from my childhood. I was like, I had no idea that this was related. And it's so much quicker than trying to figure it out. What is that really, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, I spent many years in my coaching practice focusing just on the love and light. Oh, you feel sad. Let's release that sadness. Oh, you feel guilty. Let's release that guilt. Um, and I didn't pay attention to the shadow and the shadow is the unconscious right so if you want to make more money uh, every month and you want to live this life of, of abundance if you're not doing that if that's not coming easily then there's shadow mm. there right there's shadow there and i and i love the shadow work um known as existential kink and it's what i use in my coaching practice and the premise is that fulfillment is real. Uh, deprivation is an illusion. So whatever we're creating or not creating, we are fulfilling. Most of the time we're fulfilling an unconscious desire. Mm -hmm. So, and so really identifying that and going into, oh, part of me doesn't actually want to make that kind of money. Yeah. I don't trust myself to make that kind of money. I don't want to be that kind of a person that makes that kind of money. I don't want money to change me. And so that's what you're actually creating unconsciously and integrating that shadow and actually celebrating what a powerful being you are, that you are manifesting exactly what you want, even though that want is unconscious, just ups your level of sense of power. Like, oh, I am creating exactly what I want. And now that I know that that is an unconscious desire, I can unite the unconscious with the conscious. Mm -hmm. And so they're not fighting against each other, mm -hmm. right? And heal that part of me uh, and go into, oh, I, I can trust myself with money. I can allow myself to feel that abundance. Mm -hmm. and to have that level of freedom and be safe. And that's when we can really manifest exactly what we want. 
And for me, it was through plant medicine to discover, oh, I have this shadow. I had no idea how much fear was living in my body. And I was a through plant medicine was able to release and heal that fear. Mm, I love that. Yeah. So, I mean, what came up for me when you were talking about, you know, like these, these unconscious desire, like with money, for example, right? Like, and we, because we are so hard on ourselves, like what's wrong with me? Why am I not manifesting more money? But in reality, we just need to be compassionate with ourselves. Like I'm manifesting exactly that because it feels safe for me not to make X amount of money because if I were to make a lot of money, then these people wouldn't like me and I don't want that or whatever the story is behind, right? So for me, I mean, the word came up was just um, all around this was acceptance, right? Yes. We need to just accepting all of us. And what if we're doing it all right? Because- the one thing sometimes with the inner work is like I sometimes feel like we condition ourselves more when we keep talking about oh I have a block and I have a block and I have a block like isn't that actually creating more because we're then in resistance right yes they're kind of like saying there's something wrong with us instead of like what if I don't have a block mm-hmm Exactly. And and I love that you said that because there's powerful questions and there's powerless questions, right? Mm-hmm. There's questions that keep us stuck and questions that move us forward. Yeah. And like the questions you just said, what's wrong with me, right? That's a powerless question that keeps you stuck. Why can't I make more money? Powerless question that keeps us stuck. So a powerful question is, why am I making so much money? Why am I making so much money? Why do I feel so fulfilled, satisfied, and powerful, right? This is an affirmation that actually tricks the mind because when you pose a question, your brain, your mind starts looking for the answer. Yeah, no, it's true. I I truly believe like the questions we ask is that's what everything is about because that's another thing human design helped me with because I learned that the mind is not here to make decisions. The mind is not here to figure things out. I mean, that's what we learn growing up, right? Exactly. Yeah, write a pro and contra list and analyze if it makes sense and all these things. But through human design as well, and my my teacher, Karen Parker, I was reminded of the power of questions. Yes. And instead of like, why am I not making this? And that's wrong. Like, okay, how can I do X, Y, Z? How can I, you know like so much my it, it, I love that powerless versus powerful questions so yeah what, what what is the question that you are asking because yeah the, the just like we are responding as manifesting generators the universe is always responding right exactly and, and if we keep just focusing on the block yeah we get more blocks I guess exactly you you know when we go what's wrong with me we're shown all the things that are wrong with us right and what's not working and so that's not really the answer that you want and I like the why am I so wealthy or why am I making so much money every month why am I making this much money you're actually inadvertently affirming that it's already done and your mind is going to work showing you what to do to make it a physical reality i love that that's a writer downer yeah good (laughs) with coaches they were always like saying it's a writer downer (laughs) why am i making so much money why am i successful why do i feel so fulfilled that's powerful 
you know, yeah. because th this whole like mindset work we grow. I mean, there's how many uh, thousands of books about it. Yes. And something always fell off. And, and I guess at the time I didn't know about human design and all these things. Right. But it's just was too complicated for me. And I guess it didn't, I guess my body could sense there's a better way. Right. Yes. And mm -hmm. through all, I mean, my own studies, the, the systems that have come my way, right? And then these amazing conversations I have, like, with you on my podcast here. And, like, literally every time there's another, like, little light bulb moment and, like, all the little pieces that are coming together. And, of course, especially when many gens connect, I think <laughs> yeah. you can actually amplify the quantum leap. <laughs> so I love that. I good. love that. I would love to hear from you as well. So you are one three many many gen, right, with Sacred Authority? Yes. What, when, the, when did it find you, human design? How did it shift things for you? Just recently, I had a reading done um, just a couple of months ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, it really supported me in understanding that I'm a responder. Mm -hmm. That um, because... I'm a go-getter. I want to make things happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so really understanding, um, well, I'll say that last year I got a reading and I wasn't ready for it, just like you said. And and she told me I was a responder. I'm like, well, well how the hell do I run a business like that? Right? Like I've got to go out and get my clients and all of that. So I really wasn't open to it. And so I got another reading from a, someone I felt more aligned with mm -hmm. a few months ago. And um, she really explained stuff in a way that I could receive it. And I was probably just better, better equipped to receive it as well. After medicine, <laughs> yeah. right? After medicine, I was more open and receptive and, and going, Oh, I'm a responder. And you know, Annalena, I actually had an experience just over a year ago of one of my friends on Facebook going, I'm moving. We just brought land. We just bought land in Kentucky and we're, we're building our place. And I saw that and I was like, Oh, it's time for us to have land. It's time for us to move out of the city. Mm -hmm. And um, it was that kind of response and it was a compelling response. I just knew like, it's time for us to do that. Mm -hmm. And I told my husband that and he's like, all right, let's go. And within six months, we, everything flowed perfectly. I, I visualized the house I wanted to live in the, I wanted a deck, the view. I knew I wanted to be in the mountains, but I didn't want a view over the pine trees. I wanted to be down in the pine trees. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be communing with, with the deer and the birds. And I visualized all this. And um, what I was visualizing was not coming in at our budget. Mm -hmm. And because uh, I never thought about the money or anything. I'm like, this is what I want. And I'm sharing this story because because I responded and I listened to my body's reaction, I listened to my in intuition and I just claimed what I wanted without getting in my head, without thinking about the logistics. Um, we sold our house and we sold it for substantially more than the asking price, which made it possible for us to afford what I was envisioning. Wow. And so that's where I was like, 
oh, this, I mean, it wasn't in the moment, but later on when I was getting my human design reading and she goes, you're a responder. And I go, oh, is that what this looks like? You know, and I told her my story. She goes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's beautiful, right? Because in hindsight, you start to realize when you already did that, right? But that's exactly what it is. We're not supposed to respond just on ideas because we have ideas all the time. Yeah, <laughs> that's something true. outside of us. And it can be as simple as somebody's posting something on social media and you have this gut explosion feeling. Ooh, yeah, that's what I want to do. And, and you feel and you know it's the time, right? So, um, and then exactly letting go of the how because the universe somehow showed <laughs> you this is it. There's something there, right? And and what I found too, that something shows up over and over again also when something is like you just cannot ignore it anymore right can't not do it that's yeah, why I spent yeah. years ago building my business as a single mom and being an entrepreneur and people said how did you do that and I was my answer was always I couldn't not do it I had to do it it's a compelling force yeah. and that's what I found in using those questions why why am I making so much money? Why do I feel so fulfilled and powerful that I was compelled to take certain actions? I couldn't not take those actions. And then my outer, my outer world, my 3D experience matched those questions, mm. actually manifested it. Yeah, I love that. That's so powerful. And what I love too, because as a manifesting generator, so we we're here a generator type we're here to respond right but when we respond we kind of initiate something and your was a perfect example of it because you responded and then you told your husband we're gonna and, and it whole started it kind of got everything going right so because oftentimes it's a little bit misunderstood with in the human design community because we are generator types, but we also have the manifestor part in us and we're not here to to initiate like manifestors it's more like through responding we kind of get things going and your story was a perfect kind of example of that so it's so powerful and and that's also I'm just when I say this for the listeners right now like listen to the story again right yeah. in the mind your mind could have talked you out of it yeah but it's it's what if I can't afford it and then of course that's the question and the universe responds here you go you can't afford it you know like why is it that I can't afford it with ease even though my reality right now doesn't look like it. Yeah. Why, like, like combining it with these questions that you that you said, I think it's just so powerful. And when something is really meant for us, like starting your own business or moving to another country, and of course, it's always scary, right? Because it's something new. But if it's a lie, it's going to happen. Exactly. And there will be fears, there will be doubts, there will be things to shed and release. But then it's like this this woo woo magic does happen where all of a sudden oh so the house were way more because it's men the universe is always like you say no we're always so supported we are and I want to say that throughout the process you know it was a four month process or so roadblocks came up like yeah. you know they would say oh what you're describing that's a rarity. You know, you're not going to find that much property or a house like that or, you know, and we found a house that my husband really fell in love with and we almost made an offer on it. And I was just feeling sick in my body. I was like, oh, 
And I, you know, and I had to tell him, and of course he was disappointed. I'm like, I'm just afraid if we get that house that another one is going to pop up. And, um, you know, he goes, well, you tell our realtor, because he's going to be disappointed too. And I'm like, I will, I, I will own that. And then the very next house that came up, right, it came up on my birthday, Oh, it came up on my birthday and we saw the pictures and we're like, we want to see that house. Right. Mm -hmm. And now that's the space that we're living in. And, but I just wanted to say like so many things that like, Oh, it's out of our price range. And, you know, I told our realtor, he goes, Michelle, we're not finding, you know, you're finding properties and sending them to me. And I'm not sending properties to you because they're not in the budget you gave you that Todd gave me and I'm like okay increase the budget my husband's going what are you talking about I'm like just just allow it right just allow it let's just see what happens and it all played out in ways that we would have never imagined possible I love that and also because I like to geek out on human design a little bit deeper sometimes your conscious son I don't know if you know this but it's the gate 41 and the gate 41 is all about imagination and and this drive it's it's like a it's the drive to evolve from there through imagining things and what what else is possible kind of right and that is actually it's an initiating energy in itself and um so you kind of with your imagination you kind of set that spark and in human design it's the very first gate of the human design year that's where everything starts and um it's very and actually you know what i mean the the day you were your birthday is this also the day not the same year of course but my business partner and i last year we founded the aligned living academy on the 22nd as well oh I, well yeah nice. i just i just noticed that so um there's something special there anyways so yeah because she's also um interested in the happy i think that that you were mentioning so i think that's not coincidence so yeah it, it, and that's the other thing with human is that when you just connect with people and you trust your intuition, you have the synchronicity show up, right? You meet these kind of people, but not through planning, not through figuring it out with the mind, right? It's just like, it just comes about. And, and, and yeah, you tap into something that, you know, like what you were just saying, I would have my dad in my head. Yeah, but that's not for us. That's too big. Just be okay with what we can afford, right? So for me, I would probably have to release some of those old beliefs around that. But those triggers then come up, right? And they they are then for us to be released. So yeah, I love that. Such a such a powerful story. And um yeah, and and especially for doing business, right? It's such a game changer just to like, okay, I don't have to make things happen. I just can relax and just and the more I relax and slow down, the more I can notice like would you have been too busy? Maybe you wouldn't even have seen that post, right? Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. we are more aware, we're more hyper-present, and we're like, and we can just notice in our belly, like, ooh, or no. And the other thing that was also a beautiful wisdom of nugget when you were saying that, you know, maybe the old version of you would have been the people pleaser and because you didn't want to disappoint your husband, didn't want to disappoint the realtor because especially with an undefined solar plexus, like we can amplify emotions and it's just uncomfortable. We want to make everybody happy. Exactly. But you stayed with the discomfort in the moment, the discomfort of 
having your husband be disappointed and the realtor, but you were not lying to yourself, right? You were trusting yourself. Yes. Uh, and so the magic happened. That, yeah. That's really, I, I think that was one of the biggest things for me in my personal relationships and in my business to stop lying to myself because I, I finally had this epiphany. Like when I people please, I'm freaking lying to myself. Yes. What? How dare am I? And uh, still, it's not easy always, right? Mm-hmm. But that awareness has really helped me to be like, even though it's uncomfortable, let yeah. me know my truth. And 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 then the the nervous system starts to learn over time that when we can be with our truth, be with the uncomfortable, all this magic happens, right? So that's also for anybody that's also recovering people pleaser like me. <laughs> so yes, very powerful. Yes. And I'll say my husband loves where we are. He's so happy. He's happy that we go with the other house. Our realtor's happy too. He made more money. I was going to say, I I mean, that's the thing. It's usually a win-win for everybody, right? Yeah. It was a win-win-win all the way around. Mm -hmm. It was uncomfortable in the moment. But what I could imagine too was like, okay, I feel this discomfort of disappointing people. Um, But it'll be temporary it's temporary and the discomfort of being in the wrong house would have been much would have been so much more painful for a long time it would have been a regret yeah and that's when it really makes sense to slow down a little bit and reflect on okay my option to speak my truth short-term discomfort long-term magic but the other way around would be, oh, I keep everybody happy now, short term, I feel more comfortable, but long term, that's a, that is a powerful reflection, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Thank that's you for good. sharing that. So obviously, like with almost, oh my guess, we can always talk forever. I really, really love uh, talking to you, super inspiring. And I, because I just looked at the time, I was like, whoa, really? Time is flying. <laughs> um that just says a lot about you and your work and I I want to thank you for being here and I would love to hear like how can people reach out to you what's the best way to get in contact besides the retreats what are some of the other offerings that you have absolutely um you can reach me at my email address michelle at the sophia mystery school.com I'm sure you have that um and I also offer a deep dive into the existential kink um, shadow work. We'll actually start a group program May 1st, and I will be going through like how to integrate that unconscious part of yourself. And actually, um, it's called making light of your shadow, right? How to love all parts of yourself to create exactly what you want. And that starts May 1st. And if you're interested in that, you can just send me an email and let me know. Um, And um, also, I can put you on our email list and you can get the free gift, which is super powerful. It's, um, It's a declarative prayer, the higher self prayer, the higher self wisdom prayer. And it's a declarative prayer to really connect you with divine wisdom so you can trust your intuition and your discernment. So important that we have discernment in these times with disinformation and misinformation. And that's, I have developed this 
prayer. I've used it since I started my business so that I could trust myself, get myself out of the way yeah. uh, and serve my clients as a pure, clear conduit of divine wisdom. So I have that prayer and or put next to your bed to really claim your power and your, your psychic abilities as well. I love that. That's such a generous gift. So, and of course, I'll make sure I put everything in the show notes, like your email, your website, your your Instagram, Facebook, and all of that good stuff. Perfect. And yeah, I want to thank you again for being here and sharing so much goodness with all of us. It was my pleasure and honor. Like I said, I love having these kind of conversations. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Like we could just have a coffee chat about this every day, right? In Absolutely. So it's like. That's the funnest thing to talk about. Um, and I honestly, if you would have asked me like 15 years ago, like, no, I, I don't talk about those kind of things. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I'm, oh, yeah, now like, I mean, you are over 27 years, right? I've been doing this kind of work. But I mean, for me, I'm, I'm probably more of a newbie compared to you, but um, that's what I live and breathe. And I think the world is just ready for all of this wisdom now in this day and age, right? And it's important we keep sharing this message. So before we get up, I just want to ask you one more, like I always like to ask, like what's one piece of wisdom you want to leave the listeners with? Mm, one piece of wisdom. I love that. Uh, that you can trust yourself, mm. right? Trust yourself. Trust where your, your intuition is leading you. It's always leading you to your highest expression um, it's always leading us to our highest expression and we're always fully supported to fulfill our our purpose and our will yes that is so true trusting ourselves is the biggest gift we can give ourselves and humanity right absolutely absolutely awesome thank you so much michelle thank you all for listening I'm sure you enjoyed this episode. I'm really excited to be back with you on the next one. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.